regarding the entire tourism industry, uh, I think once people will have an ex- uh, you know the income again to be able to spend on a holiday, then our industry will recover very quickly. That's Asaf Lashem speaking on The Low Season, a podcast about tour guides navigating a pandemic. My name is Wouter Bernhardt, a tour guide from Berlin, but I can't seem to recall which one of the two domes on the Gendarmenmarkt was finished first. Asaf has been in Berlin for just over 13 years. He calls it his Berl Mitzvah. Of those 13, Asaf spent 10 years as a guide, but during the low season, he's mostly working on his PhD. And that's it. I just do a little bit of sports every day. I, I write my PhD. There's not, not much else to do. Asaf thinks that the tourism industry will recover, and when it does, we tour guides need to be ready for it. This thing will be over, and then we're going to need to market ourselves again. But he's not 100% sure that he will return himself. I love tour guiding, but that's, that's kind of the vulnerability that we're seeing right now that I, I would need to have another thing. Without further ado, here is Asaf Lashem. Uh, yeah, and there's, you know, it's just my living room. It's a Durchgang Zimmer and there's nothing, no one here. So, um, I don't know, you tell me if it sounds okay. It sounds good. Tell me, tell tell the people what a Durchgangszimmer is. A Durchgangszimmer. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a German word or or just for berlin mostly but it's a kind of uh when you have a room um in a flat uh that has two doors from two sides so it's not the you know it's not a side room you have to go through it to go to another room so in my case from the entrance to the flat uh i have to go through this room to the bedroom ah okay so so but but both of the rooms belong to you yeah yeah, I, i live on my own in a flat so um you know, in terms of isolation or quarantine, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own. I'm the only one touching metal surfaces or whatever. <laughs> hey, Asaf, how, 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 how are you? It's good to, good to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. Well, what's been going on? Um, not much. Um, I think, I, you know, the winter I've been doing a bit of writing and, and I was in a, in a little... Uh, writing holiday i kind of took some time in slovakia to enjoy the snow uh, that we don't have in berlin um and the minute i got back uh, then i already had a tour a group that canceled for you know it was i think mid late february and um the group was supposed to be in mid march and they already canceled um so i you know so i realized that things are going to go very bad uh, for 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 everyone, um, and that's it. I just do a little bit of sports every day. I, I write my PhD. There's not not much else to do. No, there's not much else to do. That's true. But but um, yeah, I mean, we have to do something, no? Um, yeah, I. Well, that's the thing. I always wanted to uh, produce kind of my cycling or running videos for. Um, you know, to market my uh, my YouTube channel, channel, uh, and to market myself as a tour guide. Uh, and it's nice that now I have uh, kind of unexpected time. Um, it's you know, there's no income, but uh, you know, the you get free time. You pay, you pay for the free time that you don't have an income. But if you don't have you know, guiding to do, then you have time to develop yourself in different ways, uh, professionally. Well, that that works. That works if you know what direction you want to be developing towards. 
um, that well, that's true. I mean, I of course the Corona crisis has made me think that uh, you know if if being a tour guide is the only thing I want to be. It has been my my career and my full-time work for 10 years um, and I love it uh, but clearly it's a very vulnerable um, career and uh, the tourism industry generally is always the one to to fall first you know it's always the one to uh, whenever there's a war or um, environmental crisis like now or anything like that so um, you know, so of course there is something in 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 my head, like like all our colleagues from the industry from around the world. Okay, what else can I do? Um, should I develop into a different direction? Um, for me, the only thing right now is that I have to continue my writing. I have to submit my PhD in, in September. Um, so I still have the pressure to do that. I still need to do a good job in that. That's uh, I have no excuses. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good. Um, well, in Dutch we would say a stick behind the door. I don't know exactly why we would say that, but that's a pretty good sort of pressure pressure point. I mean, it's you've got time now to actually do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, it's not just that I have time. I have uh, because you know every day is like every day is the same now. So my m- momentum is the same, and and I get time to think about what I want to write. Um, and that's for me. For me, it's wonderful uh, the, to have this momentum that is not broken by, you know, by the first work days of the season. How do you? How have you been in in touch with many of your tour guiding colleagues? Like, what what is the general atmosphere among yeah most of your your tour guiding friends? Um, I feel that they are yeah they miss work. I think that uh, I, I don't know you know I. I don't like to speak on behalf of others, but I think people are a bit like me. We like our profession. Uh, we like meeting people. I'm not, you know, I'm never going to pretend that every tourist is nice or that we love everyone. It is still our job. Uh, it's just that I think that we, we like what we're doing. And now that we're missing that, I think some people are losing it a little bit. Um However, if you, you know, if you, uh, I spoke to some of the people uh, and if you have a certain anchor, I think you said some kind of a word in Dutch earlier that maybe is a little bit similar. So if you have something to hang on to, um, then, you know, then you're okay. And and um, it's it's a question that also that we have to think, okay, wh- what comes next? If, uh, you know, if people are going to come up with a vaccine, uh, and at some point, we, we may not know the exact time frame, but at some point, this thing will be over. And then we're going to need to market ourselves again. And we're going to need to get bookings uh, of tours from people. So um, if you do that, if you behave as if it's going to be over at some point, soon, weeks, months, I don't know. And then life goes on, uh, our career as guides, as tourism people, it, it goes on. Um, so if you have this that kind of anchor to work on something that you have this passion to, uh, that's related to your work, to our work as guides, and I think some of my colleagues are doing exactly that right now, um, then it's okay. You know, then you're gonna be fine during this time. 
even if you you know even if you have to cut your expenses you know that's that's obvious the tour tourism and and tour yeah tour guiding industry tourism industry in berlin uh, has been changing for for years um has been seeing all kinds of new developments from online platforms and people marketing themselves more privately uh, stepping away from the more maybe more traditional businesses um what do you what do you think will happen when tourists and tourism will come back to berlin what what kind of what kind of changes do you think we will see uh, in berlin well there's um there's a big a lot of people right now have this big question mark regarding this big segment that we call the cruise ships uh and all those shore excursions that come from Vanemunda and they do you know the the 280 kilometers trip to berlin and we we guide them in the city and then they go back to the ship uh and because of the corona right now people are wondering what the the global uh cruise ship industry would be like but that's a very specific part of the tourism industry um regarding the entire tourism industry uh i think uh once people will have an ex- uh, you know the income again to be able to spend on a holiday then our industry will recover very quickly and people will come back to berlin as well but like you uh, or, or not but but there's there's an, another aspect like you mentioned that there are all kinds of new booking apps and stuff like that um and that w- they will change the nature of tour guiding uh that's that's clear and i think what's going to happen is that uh, the tour guiding profession will go through the, the same revolution that the, the travel agents uh and their sector went through about 20 years ago what do you what do you mean with that precisely so What happened 20 years ago is that uh, travel agents, you know, everybody before internet, everybody used to book their holidays or, or even just a flight, even point to point uh, via a travel agent. And suddenly there was internet and there was direct booking and and of course then came the net airlines. So just point to point you you don't even need a travel agent anymore. Uh, and many 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 around the world, many small agencies went bankrupt. or alternatively they were bought by the big ones so there was big ones in you know in the different countries so there was consolidation of agencies but in terms of what happened to the agents themselves they had to completely either go to a different profession you know leave or adapt in a way uh, and what many of them did is that they became experts uh, to such level that uh, if a If a, a potential customer, if an individual wants to use an, a travel agent, they will only do it because they need a high-level professional, an expert on uh, on Switzerland, on Poland, whatever, on one region of China, you know, something like that. Um, and I um, kind of let, let's call it an educated guess that I think this is something that's going to happen to the to tour guides as well, uh, because now I I don't know if the if the the different apps will recover from corona maybe they do uh, maybe they will uh, but once they do uh, then people like like us we are going to need to become really high level experts so that if someone wants to book a tour they want to do it because there's no replacement from um you know from a virtual trip or um 
or from an app that gives you all the content on the phone. You can give something much, much more from your personal experience, from your expertise, um, from having you know lived in a destination for several years. You you know we witness history in Berlin right now, you know with our own eyes. That's a, that's a certain input um, regarding the booking. Yeah, that's uh, that's a guess like anyone else. How how are you gonna do the marketing? You know, by by individuals. How are people gonna sell themselves? Because tour guides, uh, unlike uh, the transport industry or food and beverage, hospitality, to, to, uh, we are the product in a way. Um, so that that is a bit of a question. How will small guides survive in a world where uh, booking apps become much, much bigger. And they, you know, it's likely that they will recover, right? So, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just wondering what it all will look like. Maybe one of the also big question is like you, uh, you, you, of course, you mentioned you you love guiding. You miss the sort of the work that you're doing, and in some ways, you're already also preparing to for when the tours come back. But I, I also think that many people will decide to look out for something else you, you just said it a moment ago uh, you've been a tour guide for 10 years um maybe it's time to to have a look at something else are you not afraid that like lots of tour guides will not be here anymore when the tours come back um absolutely first of all um i i think you and i probably know a lot of people um there are a lot of people that we know, mutual mutual friends or colleagues or acquaintance. Uh, so you may have heard, like I have, that uh, several of them already left uh, until further notice, and may, maybe to be with family in in a you know in a country far away from here. Um, and I, yeah, I'm gonna miss them. You know, the, maybe they will go to a different profession, get a different job, because um, yeah, we just don't know what's going on right now and how long it's going to last um, on a personal level I have worked occasionally in the last two three years as a social scientist in a in a company in Potsdam uh, called social science works uh, so we've been doing deliberation with uh, refugees and uh, we're talking on all kinds of topics related to you know to discrimination or, or to democracy uh, identity and stuff like that um, so that's, you know, so that's for me going into a little, you know, branching out a little bit into being a, a bit of a scientist, let's say, a practicing scientist, not just research for my, you know, for my PhD or something like that, but really do work and get paid for it. Um, and I think, you know, I hope, let's say, that um, everything is going to go well with my with my thesis uh, and by September, I'm going to submit it. And if you know ske the schedule will work as planned, and by December, January, I'm going to defend my thesis. Um, and then who knows? I'm going to be an expert on something. So you know, maybe also work a little bit in that direction, and uh, not just not just in tour guiding. I love tour guiding, but that's that's kind of the vulnerability that we're seeing right now. That I I would need to have another thing another profession what when do you think uh, realistically is the first possible chance for some people to to go on a holiday again to to berlin uh yeah i this is something that i don't really like to venture a guess 
on because um, I, I saw that, or, or yesterday there was a news report uh, that they're gonna, they may try to ease up the isolation or the closing of businesses in Berlin within uh, the next two weeks. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything about where we get our tourists from, the origin country of the people who travel to come to Berlin. Uh, so for, most important is that if the situation is still uh, quite bad in the United States, then uh, they are not going to remove the travel ban. And, and rightfully so. If their numbers are, uh, are quite high right now, then they shouldn't, you know. Um, but that means uh, for, for us is that it, it's going to be at least two, three months before, um, yeah, before we're going to get tourists again visiting us. Um, and, and my biggest concern about that is that we may reach autumn uh, or, or miss the biggest chunk of, of summer. Uh, and then the season will be over for us. So that's not going to, you know, we're going to enter another winter, which is, you know, not, not so good if you're a tour guide in the northern hemisphere. And then what do, and then what do we do if that happens? I don't know. Um, you know, read more books, <laughs> um, cut your costs, uh, practice, uh, practice cooking, because, you know, cooking is all about fitness. If you... You know, if you're a tour guide during season time and you work every day, then you don't really cook at home so much. Some do. Uh, but then uh, it's, a, it's a skill that you need to practice all the time. So maybe get, get better at making food at home. I think that's a wonderful, creative thing to do. Uh, but yeah, build, build yourself uh, professionally, enjoy or, uh, we, you know, as tour guides, what we do in winter is that we go into winter hibernation. We slow down. Uh, and unfortunately, if we're gonna have to survive on less income, yeah, that's 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 bad. Um, but I think we can manage it. I think we just have to cut a lot of costs, a lot of expenses, but we can manage it. Well, Asaf, uh, thank you so much for chatting with me, for having this conversation. Um, I hope that maybe in the future we can, um, yeah, sort of chat again, maybe in a couple of weeks or something, or a month or two. Don't know exactly yet and see where our heads are, whether the situation has changed and, and, and how this is all turning out for us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's been lovely to chat. Yeah, it, it has been a while. Yeah, we'll uh, happily in, in a couple of weeks, whenever you want, I'm, I'm here. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, you stay safe, uh, take care and speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Asaf Lashem, everybody, talking a great deal about how we're going to have to market ourselves if we want to stay into the tour guiding business of the future. Invest in yourself, read and study, put yourself out there on the interwebs because... We are the product. And Asaf is definitely following his own advice, marketing himself, recording videos and doing online tours. You can find his videos and blogging on YouTube and Instagram under Cycling Berlin Brandenburg. I've put some relevant links into the show notes. And so we've come to the end of this episode. Tomorrow we're back with Beth Griffiths. They went around with me for hours around Berlin as I tried to crack jokes and decided that jokes were not my thing. So I've, I don't do jokes anymore. It's too embarrassing. 
Listeners of the low season, we're posting some bonus content on the Facebooks, the Twitters and the Instagrams of this world. Most recently, an instructional video was posted teaching George's grandma how to play a podcast. It was a bit of a thing. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, if you want to hear somebody else speaking on the low season, shoot me a message at thelowseasonpodcast at gmail.com. Music is by Mark Schilders, artwork by Sergio Membrias. I want to give a big shout out to George's grandma, Barbara, who sat through almost an hour of me babbling about the importance of smartphones and the internet. For now, speak soon, my friends. So that, that is a bit of a question. How will small guides survive in a world where uh, booking apps become much, much bigger?